If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome back to Games with Bill, everybody. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. I know that I just put out an episode uh, very, very recently. This is going to be a bonus episode. I will put it up early for patrons, and then it will come out to everybody else in a day or two, uh, just so that people get a chance to listen to the previous episode before this one kind of kicks that one out of their feeds. Um this one is all about the Nintendo Direct Mini that just happened, uh, and there's a couple of things that I want to talk about before I actually get to the games themselves that they that they showed off. Uh, but for those of you that don't know, uh, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini partner showcase. It's been quite a long time since we've seen one of these partner showcases, and this is a this is a Nintendo Direct where they don't show off first party Nintendo stuff. Um, mostly it or not mostly it is 100% focused on third party games that are coming to Nintendo switch. Some of them are exclusive. Some of them are not. And, uh, that's, that's all interesting. First, I want to do like the top level, uh, discussion, like the meta Nintendo direct discussion. This was really weird. They didn't do uh, a, a premiere and they didn't do a live stream. What do I mean by that? Well, in the past, Nintendo Directs have been live streamed so that everybody's watching the same thing at the same time. This Nintendo Direct, and then another way that they would do it as a premiere on YouTube, where if you don't know how YouTube stuff works, they you can upload a video to YouTube and then premiere it at a certain time. And when you premiere it at that time, everybody who's watching it is like you can't fast forward through it until it's over and then you can rewind and fast forward to your heart's content. And Nintendo's done both that and straight up live streaming their Nintendo Directs before in the past. This one was neither of those things. This one, they just uploaded a video and you could fast forward through it and see whatever you wanted. In fact, somebody in our community Discord was like, don't go to, I think it was Nintendo Life or something because they had spoiled the whole thing I'm I'm assuming what they did is they had like three or four people go through and try and find the stuff that was, uh, you know, like, okay, you watch the first 10 minutes, you watch the second 10 minutes, uh, you watch the third 10 minutes, and we'll try and find the most important bits and we can write an article real quick so that we can be the first out there. And I have no problem with people doing that. That's fine. That's on Nintendo for not doing a premiere or a live stream. But I found it was weird that they didn't do a premiere or a live stream. What do you guys think about that? Let me know um, on Twitter, because I think that that's a really strange decision by them. I mean, look, 
how do I want to phrase this? There have been times where I've been very happy to watch a Nintendo Direct and having not been spoiled about a big announcement or something. In this case, maybe Nintendo felt that they didn't have any big announcements that were going to be surprises to anybody. And because of that, they figured, what's like, who cares? Let's just put it out there. In fact, I went to the Nintendo press site and signed in with my press credentials. And like, I can see everything that was in the direct. Now, usually I don't see that this fast after. So I'm almost wondering if this information was posted to the press site as soon as the video went live. Because usually in the past, what happens is the like they have a Nintendo Direct, and then like an hour or two later, I'll refresh this page and I'll see all of the stuff so that I can have like a good summary. Anyway, that's that's you know the meta direct kind of discussion. Let's talk about this particular direct uh, in earnest. But before we do, I want to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Let's take a moment to thank the sponsor of this show. I've always said that you should use the right tool for the job. Can you trim your lawn with a pair of scissors? Sure. Should you? Uh, Probably not. Speaking of trimming, support for Gains with Bill is brought to you by Manscaped. What is Manscaped? They are the men's grooming company that has a serious sense of humor. Summer is just about here, and you want to be as comfortable as possible. That's where Manscaped has you covered. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for all of your men's hygiene needs. And they recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for my listeners. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GWB20 at checkout over at Manscaped.com. The Performance Package includes their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer and two guards with a brush. Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Men's Deodorant, Toner, Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag in order to hold everything. They even have a custom newspaper in the performance package filled with that serious sense of humor that I mentioned. You could sit down and read it, or you could use it to make post-grooming cleanup a breeze. The Lawnmower Trimmer and Weed Whacker feature advanced skin-safe technology in order to reduce the risk of grooming accidents. And they're even waterproof, which means you can clean them very easily. You can get 20% off and free shipping by using the code GWB20 at manscaped.com. Once again, in order to get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, use the code GWB20 at checkout. When you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. And I want to say a big thank you to manscaped.com for supporting Games with Bill. And a big thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this episode of Games with Bill. All right. Let's talk about this direct as a whole before we talk about the individual um, announcements. As a whole, for me, just for me, well, actually, let's let's forget about me for a second. As a whole, I think that there was probably something here for everybody who has a Switch. If you are somebody who has a Nintendo Switch, there was probably something in the direct that you saw and you were like, that's cool, I want to play that. For me... This Direct was kind of a letdown. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to complain about it, but there was very little in this Direct that interested me particularly. Now, if I didn't have a Steam Deck and I didn't have um, Monster Hunter Rise on my Steam Deck, then I would be very, very excited about Monster Hunter Rise 
come uh sunbreak on the nintendo switch i played 50 hours of monster hunter rise on the nintendo switch and then i got it on pc and played it on my steam deck for another 80 hours it's probably my most anticipated game of the year but i'm not going to be playing it on my switch i'm going to be playing it on my steam deck or on my pc because it's a better experience like you get a much better frame rate the everything just is better and the controls feel more comfortable because of the layout of the Steam Deck. But a lot of people don't have a Steam Deck or a PC, and so I'm very, very happy that this is coming the same day as as everywhere else, so everybody will be able to play it in the place that they want to play it. I do wish that this game had a cross-platform multiplayer. That would that would be the the perfect thing to make this game like even better. But it doesn't. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That right there was like the one thing that I was excited. The one game that I was excited to see. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be playing that on my Switch anyway. Um, Well, let's talk about the other games that are on here. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, super excited for that. But I'm going to be playing it on PC. Uh, They also talked about this uh, game from Square Enix uh, called Harvestella. Uh, Farm, fight, and forge friendships in a new fantasy world. Uh, you have this peaceful village where the seasons are constantly changing, and you have like this life sim mixed with an action combat RPG. Really interesting, but again, it's not really the kind of game that I'm interested in playing. That one comes out on November 4th. Um, I can see how a lot of people would really, really like Harvestella. The game doesn't speak to me personally. Uh, then there's Persona 5 Royale, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 3 Portable. None of these were a huge surprise. Uh, We just saw all of those games coming to Xbox. I think that, um, is it Atlas Games that makes those? I think Atlas is like, look, we can can keep things exclusive to PlayStation or we can move these things around so you can play them anywhere. And we're going to make more money if we can, you know, sell these games to people who don't have a PlayStation console. And so the Persona games coming to Nintendo Switch, I don't think that that really surprised anybody. I've never played a Persona game. It's funny. I was talking uh, ta- talking to. I was uh, I saw a tweet from one of my favorite streamers, Aurora Peachy, uh, who I guess was playing Persona Five, and she had said, "Hey, I just finished the tutorial, and it had like 120 hours or something." <laughs> And uh, somebody was like, what, really? And she replied, this game is really long. So apparently the Persona games are really, really long games. That's already a strike against it for me. Not because I don't like long games, but because I never finish long games. And I I know myself. And even if I start that game, I know I'm never going to finish it. So uh, that's like the thing that keeps me away from playing The Witcher 3. Even though I've heard a billion times how amazing it is. These super, super long games, I just never get around to completing. Anyway, uh, even if that wasn't the case, Persona 5 and these other Persona games, apparently they always take place in like a high school and I work in a high school. So the appeal of playing a game that takes place in a high school is lost on me. Like that's like going back to work. Although, of course, this has demons and stuff and, and craziness. But uh, let me know if you guys are hyped for Persona 5 Royale. Uh, I guess that one is coming. I'm looking October 21st. We don't know when Persona 4 Golden or Persona 3 Portable are coming to the Nintendo Switch, but October 21st, Persona 5 Royale is coming. 
they do say that it has um, all of the previously released downloadable content included, which I think is awesome when they do that kind of thing. Uh, okay, this one, this is one that I'm interested in, but I'm not excited for. Uh, Mar- Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is, if you never played it, it was essentially XCOM mixed with Mario. And it's actually really, really good. I never finished it because I got distracted by shiny things, huge surprise, and never got back to that game. But the time that I spent playing it was really good. And what I really liked about it was how fast you could move across the map and have the have the the thing that was going to happen change so quick in the battle. Uh, you're you're used to these turn-based, grid-based, tactical battles being very slow, kind of like chess, where it, it it doesn't like take these huge swings back and forth. And with Mario Plus Rabbids, I felt like they had the pendulum swinging back and forth at a very very rapid pace uh, as you are playing the game because the battlefield is constantly in flux depending on how you can, you know, have Mario and Luigi work together in order to cross huge distances and then take people by surprise because they didn't anticipate that you would, or take, you know, have the the AI taken by surprise because they didn't anticipate that move that you were going to make. It feels really, really good. Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Boy, they, they are really changing things up. There's no grid-based system anymore. And I could be wrong because I haven't played this game in years, but Mario Plus Rabbids was a grid-based system, wasn't it? I think it was. Um, now you can move in like this circle. So you have a range, and you can move as much as you want in that range before you shoot your gun. So instead of like moving a set number of uh, squares... Um, you will be able to move wherever you want in this circle around your character and then take your shot. And that is a big change to the combat of that game. I don't know if that's a good change or a bad change, but it's definitely a change. And it was surprising to me. Uh, anyway, that game is coming out October 20th. It's definitely a game that I'm interested in, even though I, I don't like the rabbits, I find them to be irritating, kind of like the minions. I find minions to be irritating. This one, I like the, not the world building. I, I like the gameplay of the original. And I'm I'm hoping that this that this one has some gameplay stuff that's uh boy, I hope they didn't lose the magic by moving away from that grid-based system. Anyway, uh Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, October 20th. I think it looks cool. They talked about uh, Live Alive, well, which is July 22nd. This is uh, a remake of an old game, but they did it in the HD 2D um, uh, aesthetic. And there is a treehouse. Oh, I didn't even, I don't think they even mentioned this in the, uh, in the actual video. But there is a Nintendo treehouse plays Live Alive. And when is this going to be happening? Oh, I think I could just hit play. Yeah. It's already there. There's like a 40 minute. I'm going to put a link in the uh, in the show notes for this, and it's going to take you to the Live Alive uh, page, uh, and it's they have a Nintendo Treehouse playing that game, so you can get a better idea of what that is. 
the cool thing about Live Alive that that is interesting to me is you have different protagonists and you play across different um time periods. So like there's there's a there's one where you're like a caveman and then there's another one where you're like in the Victorian era or whatever. Very interesting uh gameplay for Live Alive. And I'm going to have to watch that uh that Treehouse showcase because I I never saw that before. All right. Moving on, Portal Portal Companion Collection. <clears throat> Listen, if you don't have another way to play Portal, you're going to want to pick this up. Portal and Portal 2 are amazing, amazing games. Absolutely fantastic. They've got awesome elements of puzzle platforming and first-person shooting. There's quotes around that. Uh, first-person shooting that... When you play it for the first time and you figure out how to, you know, move from one place to another in in a in the in the in the level, you feel really awesome. It's a very satisfying thing to have happen. So uh, Portal Companion Collection, uh, that one is did they have a, a, a date on that? Oh, today it's out. It just launched today. So you can pick that up right now. It also has split screen and online multiplayer. So, you know, maybe pick up two copies, one for you, one for a friend, and you guys can play through Portal 2 together, which you should because it's a it's a really cool uh, multiplayer game. They talked about Minecraft Legends. They are calling it an action um, strategy game. Looks kind of like a MOBA um, or maybe like a I don't I don't I don't want to say like a multiplayer I, a traditional MOBA, you think of a competitive thing, but this looks like a cooperative MOBA, which is or like a tower defense kind of game. Definitely interesting, but that game's not coming out until 2023, so we'll see what happens there. Sonic Frontiers, they they showed off. I thought that game looked terrible, and it still looks terrible. And I, listen, you've heard me say a million times: 2D Sonic, amazing. 3D Sonic. Not awesome. And I'm not a fan of 3D Sonic. So Sonic Frontiers already was something that I wasn't going to be super interested in. But then everything that we've seen from that game so far seems like they're putting the emphasis in the wrong places. Like, let's make sure that this game is as pretty as possible. But the gameplay just looks kind of boring. I really hope that I'm wrong. I can't wait until this game comes out uh, this holiday, apparently. And, you know, all the reviews, I really hope that the reviews are like Sonic Frontiers is, you know, the greatest game ever. And I hope that that's true, in, in which case I will eat my words, buy the game and play it. But right now, it's just not looking very, very appealing to me. Now, this one surprised me a whole bunch. Uh, Secret of Monkey Island is a game that I have a lot of nostalgia for when I was a kid. I remember playing it. You play as Guybrush Threepwood. You win sword fights by insulting your enemy. It was really, really cool. But as I got older, I got less interested in point-and-click adventures. And, uh, you know, the I've, I've said this on the show a million times, but point-and-click adventures, the developers always have, like, this one idea of how you can solve a puzzle. And I'll get some other, the wrong idea about how to solve a puzzle. And I can't get I can't get that idea, the wrong idea, out of my head, and I get frustrated and then walk away from the game. And when that happens, or when, whenever I play a point and click adventure, that's what happens. Well, 
I'm sure that that's what would happen if I played Return to Monkey Island, which was just announced. It is a uh, it is a return of the series creator Ron Gilbert. It continues the story that left off after the Secret of Monkey Island Two: LeChuck's Revenge. So we are continuing that story. I'm not going to play this, but if you are a fan of point and click adventures, there's a lot of pedigree in the Monkey Island series. That like those games are really good. It comes out later on this year. And I'm not going to play it, but I think that there's a lot of people who are going to enjoy it. Uh, scrolling down near Automata, I have not played one of those. They have a, a new version called the End of Yorha Edition. Uh, apparently, this game is coming out on October 6th, and it has a bunch of um, Nintendo Switch exclusive stuff. It's, it's a button masher. I'm terrible at button mashers because I don't have the, I never bother to get the rhythm right, like hitting X, 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 Y in the right, at the right rhythm. And I just end up just smashing the buttons and I don't really have fun with them. However, I know a lot of people love near automata as I guess it's supposed to be said. Um, so I, that's that's a big announcement, but it's not interesting to me at all. And now I'm gonna I'm kind of scrolling through and seeing if anything uh, stands out, and I'm, I'm just really not seeing much. Uh, maybe Super Bomberman R two. The Super Bomber Bomberman R I really did enjoy. Um, R two has this thing where you team up with 15 other players, which seems untenable i mean I, I remember the days of of when i was like a raid leader in world of warcraft and just trying to get people together uh to to try and figure out when we could all play a game together was tough uh, listen i have people that i play D with and we haven't played in like three months because none of us have like we always have something that is getting in the way of us playing and there's only five of us <laughs> Five? Yeah, there's only five of us. Trying to get 15 people together, it's kind of a big ask. So I don't know if I'm interested in that game. Uh, there was a bunch of other stuff that they that they announced, like uh, Pac-Man World Repack, which I think looked kind of meh. Railgrade, uh, which was this weird train-building simulation game from Epic Games, apparently, that's coming out this fall. Looks cool. I don't know that it would hold my interest. Um, Captain Velvet Meteor, the jump plus dimensions is this tactical action game comes out on July 28th. I don't even re I'm looking at, the, at this on the press briefing. I don't even remember seeing this in the Nintendo direct mini uh, Mega Man battle network legacy collection. Um, cool. I never played those. I played the Mega Man side scrolling games, but I never played the battle network games. Let me know. On Twitter at Run Jump Stomp, are those good? Like that's a question that I have for you because I've never played any of them. Uh, there were a few other games that were mentioned in the in the direct, but overall, I would say this is a direct that most people are probably going to be like I, the number of people who are very excited about this are going to be pretty low. Most people will be either it was a bad direct or it was kind of in the middle, but I don't know that that's really fair. Because I feel like there was something there for everybody. If you are if you are somebody who plays your games mostly on a Nintendo system, and that's the target audience for this, uh, there was something there for everybody, I think. It's just there weren't big, huge announcements. And that can't be a huge surprise because this is not a first-party direct. This is a direct that is aimed 
uh, for third-party stuff. So let me know what you all think. Uh, and thanks to people who joined me in the community Discord while we chatted about it. Uh, that was always, That's always fun to hear what you guys think about that. All right. Speaking of the community Discord, real quick before I move on, I have a uh, there's a there's a thread in the community Discord for uh, a mailbag where I asked the question. I said, looking for some com- comments from all of you for an upcoming episode of Games with Bill. What are some games that you've never finished but you loved and why? If you want to be included in the episode, I obviously won't include everybody's comment, but uh, join our community Discord. There's a link in the show notes and. Um, join the community discord and leave your thoughts in that uh, thread. And I will include that in an upcoming episode of games with bill. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I hope that you have had an awesome day. And uh, what did you think of the Nintendo direct mini? Uh, Let me know. I'll see you all next time. Stay rad, everybody. 